That writer guy. That writer guy. That writer guy. That writer guy. Podcast with Lyman Reed. Hello and welcome back, friends, to That Writer Guy Podcast. I am your host, Lyman Reed. I am glad to be back with you. I do hope that you are doing well. Hope your projects are going well. Hope you're able to get words down or whatever project you're working with. I hope things are going as you expected. If not, I hope you're able to get things back on track and keep on going. That is the biggest part there. But we are going to continue on with the languages series, and we're going to talk about what it means to write it out. Now, we've talked about understanding or what your reader can understand when it comes to your languages. We've talked about adapting a language that is already there or writing it from scratch. And now we're going to continue and we're going to write and we're going to create this language, especially if we're doing it from scratch. You can even do this if you're adapting a language that is already in existence and making it more yours and more unique to you and your setting, depending on what your story is. But what does it mean to write it out? Well, it literally is exactly that. You're going to need to have something that you can refer to that allows you to see exactly what you are using when you're writing, such as you need to figure out your letters. You need to figure out if you even have letters. Maybe there are no actual letters there, or maybe you've got something completely different. I don't know. But for this particular situation, I'm going to use letters. So let's start at the very beginning. You want to create a language. You want to have something that is truly unique to you, and that is going to require you to write out your language. So starting with your with your letters, how many letters do you want to have in your language? The English language or the American English language is 26 letters. From there, you can figure out how many letters you want to have. If you want to have 73, you need to figure out what those 73 letters are. If you want to have a whole nine letters, you need to figure out what those letters are going to be. The thing is, is you need to come up with whatever your alphabet or whatever your basis of language is going to be, and then you build from there. So let's just sit down and let's look at a language and create one that you use and then from that point, now you're going, okay, from here, I need to create words. I need to create how to say these words. And that's going to be talked in the next episode about phonetics. But in this episode, we're talking about creating and writing it out. The reason for writing out your language is not just for you. It is also for you to make it easier for your reader to understand what your language is about and how to read it and comprehend it. You need to have a basis and a starting point with your language. And it all starts with your language alphabet. It could be the English alphabet, which is 26 letters. 26 letters can be used in a many, many, many different ways to create many different types of letters and also words. These letters are used to create many different words, many different ideas, as well as many different meanings. Everything 
works hand in hand. Letters to words to definitions to meanings to adjectives and adverbs and verbs and pronouns and slang and everything else. It all ties together, but everything ties back to your original alphabet. And you have to figure out what that alphabet is. I'm going to use the English language since it's my primary language. And the English language has 26 letters. From there, I can create, like I said, thousands upon thousands of options and different letters and using different letters, excuse me, and create words. I use those words in a crafty way to create sentences. I use those sentences to create paragraphs, paragraphs to create chapters, chapters to create books. But I have to use them in such a way that those letters create words that make sense and can allow the reader to understand what I'm writing, to feel happiness, sadness, angst, anger, a sense of urgency, a sense of sadness or a sense of mourning or loss, a action scene or a battle or whatever else. But everything ties back to that language and to that alphabet that you're creating. So what does it take to create an alphabet? It really comes down to what do you want your alphabet to do? And okay, you might say, wait a minute, what do you mean? What do I want my alphabet to do? What 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 are you saying that my alphabet has to do something? Guess what? It does. Your alphabet has to be enough of something, and that's letters, in order for you to create words that your readers can understand because your readers are going to be reading what your characters are saying. And most of the time when your characters are saying something, it's usually in the language that you have created. So if you have a character that is speaking to another character and they're speaking in this language that you have created, be it from scratch or an adaptation of a language currently out there, your reader needs to understand how these words came about, how to say them, how to read them, how to comprehend them, how to understand them, and how to enjoy them. So everything together makes for a solid reading experience. You can make your alphabet whatever you want, but you need to write it out. Now, what goes into writing it out beyond just your letters? Words, adjectives verbs, pronouns, you need to write out what words are and then describe what those words are so that if somebody is trying to comprehend or understand what you're trying to say, they have something to look at, such as an index, or maybe you have a full paragraph that is dedicated strictly to your language and how to read it or understand it. But You've got to go as far as writing out your letters, writing out your words, what the words mean, how to read it. You even have to go as far as your sentence structure, as well as how to read everything in regards from left to right. There are languages that read right to left. You have to decide all of these factors and writing it out is not only going to make it easier for you to process and make it so it's easier for you to actually write it when you're writing it in your stories. But if you provide this information to the reader, 
they can also understand and comprehend it better while they're reading the story that has this language in it. There are so many different aspects of things that you do have to keep in mind when creating a language of your own. No matter if it's an adaptation, no matter if it is a from scratch language. Here's the one thing about an adaptation, though. It is already something that exists in some form. And for those who know that language to a degree can still comprehend your work because they have a general understanding of that language. There's already a base level there. But if you're creating from scratch, you have to do all of the legwork. You have to do all of the different variables, different aspects, language, alphabet, write out words, write out the vowels, write out what this word means, write out what this word means, write out what that word means, write out what this sentence structure is going to be, how to comprehend it. If you say it, it should be said in this manner, those kinds of things. And a lot of that also comes down to after you write the alphabet and you start creating your words, it's going to also then come down to the phonetics, which I'll get into in the next episode. But writing it out either with pen, paper, or on a computer, somewhere that you can actually physically see and refer back to will help you not only create this language, but also use that language throughout your entire writing project. That is all the time I have for this particular episode, and I have enjoyed it, and I hope you've enjoyed it as well. If you have enjoyed this episode or any of my previous episodes on any of the three seasons so far, I do ask that you please consider buying me a cup of coffee. You can do so on my Facebook page, That Writer Guy Podcast. Give me a like and follow over there, and you can hit the gift card button. Give me a, a like up on that as well. That gift card button will go straight to the Buy a Cup of Coffee page or go to my website, www.limonrate.com. Head over to the That Writer Guy podcast page. Buy a Cup of Coffee button is right there. Click on that and that takes you to the Cup of Coffee page as well. Cups of coffee are roughly $3 and any cups purchased are graciously appreciated and I am honored if you did do so. Any monies coming in are used for the podcast just so I can make it better. And I look forward to being with you again the next time. But also, if you're out and about and you're on social media, give me a like and follow, like I said, on my Facebook page, That Writer Guy Podcast. Or you can find me on Instagram and or Twitter, hashtag That WG Podcast. Again, that's That WG Podcast. Give me a like, follow, shout out, whatever you want to do. And it would be awesome to see you there. If you guys have ideas for episodes or series or anything throw them out to me i love getting new content i have a lot of content already planned and a lot of stuff that i really want to cover over this season and the next one or two seasons even i have sat much content but i'm always on the lookout for more content or if you're thinking hey i'd really love to hear more about xyz Throw me a line on that. Let me know. And I can see about doing that as the very next series or as a, as a standalone episode. Always glad to help out any way I can. And I look forward to being with you in the next episode. And that is going to be a continuation on the write it out. But this is about phonetics and the phonetics of writing your own language. And until then, keep the words flowing, the ideas going, and happy writing. 